Jason, you know the name of that song. We're going to have a good day. And who sang it? I swear to God, Jason, don't do this, man. Don't do this. Everything I do makes you mad. Yeah, everything. <laughs> because Everything. Okay, Can we what, talk about me even trying to get here? Jason, let me finish. Let me finish. See? Mad the again. reason why is because you always do this thing where when... The, when um, Steve Simone's here, by the way. And, Hi, and, and I want this to be a positive pod, <laughs> like it always is. Okay. For, for some reason, Jason... Mm-hmm. Okay, Steve, this is what Jason does. Can I tell you what Jason does? Okay. Jason likes to do this thing where like if all the if 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 there's no one around, doors are closed, phones are off, then he knows everything. Right? Like he'll tell you like like if I go, Hey, what's the name of that one that one group that sings that? Oh blah 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 blah. He'll sing it. But then when he's around people that don't listen to a particular genre or whatever, then he likes to do this thing where it's like, I don't know who does so, that. <laughs> I don't. You think I'm pretending not to know? Pretending. You're a pretender. I'm not pretend. I don't know who sings that song. I know of the song. I know the title of it. I know that it's catchy. It's a very catchy tune. <laughs> I don't know okay. the words. All right, all right. If it but, was, if it was a, if that was Bobby McFerrin, oh, that yeah. would be the song. Now. Boop, Are you going? Boop, boop, boop. Are you gonna tell me who it is? Day. No, that's what I thought. Just like I'm not gonna tell me you. Me trying to get here today. Steve, did anyone give you the directions to the studio? Not I, the directions. I got the address. But you got the address. Thank you. I'm sorry, I laughed hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you know why, right? No, I don't. Because Steve Simone is like a nice person. So am I. Jason's nice. Jason Steve's is, known me for is a nice. Long I've time. known you a long time. You are nice. Oh, that's nice. Steve, uh, how many years have you been in the game now? Twenty. Twenty years. And um your your album dropped how long ago? Uh the this la- the latest one. Java. The latest one dropped in June. That's awesome. And and how can everyone get it? I just want to get that off. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. I um, want everyone to get that out, out there right now. It's on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, all that stuff. That's so incredible. I, I love uh Comics that uh, you know. One thing that I, when I got my special, I, I, the first thing I asked for is an album. I go, mm-hmm. can I have the the audio rights? Yeah. Because I wanted the album, bro. Like the the whole the whole point of like on vinyl. Well, I yeah, I did get vinyl. Oh, that's, that's awesome. so yeah. Cool. I made two with two a of jacket them. and everything. That's sick. everything. I got one that's double sided. Oh, that's, so oh, cool. that's with, awesome. with two albums. And that's live from Seattle. So you open it, and it's got different pictures and stuff, and, and the titles and everything. Run out and that's, get that. Yeah, that's really cool. But here's the thing, Steve. You can do that with yours as well. I am, I'm thinking about doing You that. have to do it for, for uh, nostalgic reasons. And two, it's just fucking cool, man, right. to have an album, man. Yeah. It's always been my dream. When I was a kid, I used to fl- flip through those. You know, those and albums. That, that's our generation, by that the way. That is my generation. Yeah. That is our generation. People have no idea. Nope. Remember the remember on your visor in your car, the lined up yes. 
that is even not even a thing anymore. The CD. Okay, so you're talking about a CD visor holder, mm-hmm. right? Where you put the CDs yeah. in the visor, uh, lined up. That, yeah. bro, but 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 Jason, we're older a, than that. Now, I know. We're older than that. I'm talking about the crates. albums when it was in a crate. Crate, coolest yep. thing. You would ever. line them up alphabetically, yep. or by the album that you liked mm-hmm. the most yep. was always in the front. Mine was Michael Jackson off the wall, always in the front. Really? Great Are you album. kidding me? Michael Jackson off the wall. That was a good one. It was the best. What's your favorite song on that album? Dude, I there's a lot of them. I love Paul see McCartney. The working <laughs> is what Would you believe that was the one I didn't like? Really? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't like Off the Wall either. Is that She's out of my life. Is that on there? Yeah, Off the Wall was that one. I love Girlfriend. It was a Paul McCartney. That was the one I was about to say. No, that's the one I loved. I could listen to that all damn day. Girlfriend. I'm gonna tell your boyfriend. Hi, love. Yeah, tell him exactly what you're doing. Yeah, tell him what you do to me. Late at night when the wind is free. You're gonna have to tell him you'll only be your girlfriend of mine. Oh, yeah. I don't know that album though. Um, one of my favorite, about, and you, my second favorite album. You ready for this? Yes. You ready for this? Yes. You ready? Ready. Lionel Richie. Which oh, one? I love Lionel Richie. Can't slow down. Was that the name of it? The one with all nine long. Yeah, can't slow down, bro. I can I think listen it was to that. Down. Yes. I can, dude. You are. Well, you are. Uh, that was the oh, album so before. Good. That was the album before. That's right when he left the Commodores. So good. So it's, good. It's audio Prozac. Like if I'm are in a bad about- mood and I listen to Lionel Richie, everything's all right with the Steve, world. Steve, can you tell I love me? That. Say audio that. Prozac. Yeah, I was just going to ask you what is the name? What is audio Prozac? Like, it's give it's it to music me. I listen to that just puts me in a good mood. Did it's- you just make that up? Audio Prozac. No, I say it all. I thought everybody. That's I say it all the time. I'm like, time for a little audio Prozac. It's I, Hall and Oates. I've never heard it's that. Lionel I never Richie. heard that, and I love it. Yeah, there are certain songs that just make you feel better about yes! life. Yeah. All I know it's which one? Oh, so many of them. Yeah. Like, oh, it's that's so the good. Traveling song. Yeah, that's Dude, that era of music, like there was a certain joy to life that I hope society comes back to. What is yeah. that though? Like with that song that you just sang, Jason, and mm-hmm. um, all I see is montage in any movie, <laughs> yeah. any movie situation, well, any life situation. Yeah. If you if you go, I'm moving out of my house today. What I want? <laughs> and you just start picking up. You just start picking up boxes. <laughs> That was I, mo- I quit. That was the I montage. quit. Then I you start throwing the apron. You start do more. Do more. <laughs> and it ends look, with somebody look, with look, their look. hands on their hips. Oh, right. Right. Yep. Not guilty. What I want. I find the jury. Well, you uh, remember so it was. You can have samples of any ice cream. What I want. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, daiquiri. <Daddy. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That was a wedding singer. They did, did a montage of that. Oh, they, they did. Were, yeah, oh, yeah dude. Movie. I'm telling you that. Mm-hmm. Here's another one that I loved. Kenny Loggins ripped every single movie that he was in. It. Oh, yeah. Oh. Any single movie. My favorite thing that I like to do is uh, when I'm on the plane, I always pretend like the, 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 the pilot just all of a sudden just freaks out and just pulls a Top Gun move. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where you, where he just hits the brakes and, and flies over another cha- plane. So I pretend that the pilot in like, right. like United is just like meet me halfway <laughs> across the sky. And, and everyone in the plane's like, oh, what's going on? Meet me halfway across the sky. He just wants to pull that one Top Gun move. Just before he retires. This is his last day. He's Dude, one of the scariest things I've ever seen was I like to take the first flight out when I'm on the road. Like, yeah, that's yeah. it. Like, first out flight out. And uh, 
I was on the plane. I forget where I was traveling from. But the pilot got on the plane. It's like five in, five o'clock in the morning. And he had a fresh shiner. Oh, I was like, this is not a good. What? This is not a good omen. Just got into a fight. Oh, I was just like, oh, got sweet into a Jesus, fight. just get me back home safe. Have you ever? Okay, see, I I, I got into a couple of uh, run-ins in the beginning portion of my career, my my Chicago zany days. Oh, okay. Uh, got into a, a couple fights and Phys- wait physical fights or yeah physical argument? physical and um Definitely. had to go on stage the next day with my lip ripped open like can't even play it off can't even play it off like literally you have to talk about yeah do you just acknowledge massive, that it's cut on the inside where i'm touching it with my tongue oh the whole time, and I and literally all I did was talk about the fight the whole time on stage because I, I there was no way I can get out. Of it. You did know this Chicago Zanies, it's tiny, yeah. it's right up. Did you win or lose? I lost. Uh, <laughs> we all lost. I lost my dignity. I lost everything. It was a good, it was a good battle though. It was a, it was a, it was a it was a it was a furious. Do you remember battle. why you got in a fight? And why? Why? Why even remember? Why even remember? <laughs> well, you know you what I mean? At that point, lip. you're drunk. Things happen. Oh, yeah. right. It was yeah. just a, it was a stupid situation. Another reason why I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink anymore because of that. That, that was my earlier yeah, headlining. Sometimes days. you don't have to even be. It, people are. Aggressive. I mean, I didn't lose. It was like everyone was going at it. I didn't lose. How bad did he lose? A bobcat. How was the fight? <laughs> Tell me how the fight started. Oh, hey, put that down. <laughs> what I want. To do, <laughs> Wait, you want some of this? <laughs> what I want. <laughs> you guys, it looks like we're about to fight. <laughs> what I want. You do. I do you that. like pina coladas? Oh, oh, that's that's a good one. That was that's, so funny. Rupert Holmes. Yeah, Rupert Holmes. Oh, is that the name of that? That's Rupert that's Holmes. The guy that's saying that? Yep. Why did I think that's the, the other guy? The guy that sings Cheeseburgers in Paradise. Excuse me? Jimmy Buffett. G- I thought it was Jimmy Buffett no. that sang that. Rupert Holmes. It is Rupert Holmes. Is uh, Margarita. What is it? Uh, Pina Colada song. Pina Colada what, song. They call it. what was the song that you were singing? Pina Colada song. Because it was from Dirty Work. Remember, there's the barroom brawl yeah. scene and Farley Pina punches. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he thought he was playing Street Fighting Man. That's so that funny. Hey, Jason, this is so still a funny. podcast, not Shazam. Shazam. All right. We don't need you to sing everything that comes out. You can, you know, just talk about it. Every little thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, Steve! I'm I'm glad you're here, bro. I'm so happy to. I feel like I'm like getting to hang out with the cool kids. Yeah, like, man. I feel like I'm this eleven. Awesome. And I'm yeah, like, man. What's I up, love dude? hanging with Steve. Yeah, you brought pizza. Hey. Yeah, man. Hey. I hope you like it. It's yeah. my favorite. Delicious. Spot. Good. Um, here's uh one thing I can never get sick of: this pizza. What they they always go if there's one thing that you can eat all the time, it's pizza. And I even like the shitty pizza. So like, you can give me you can give me the expensive. Whatever hand tossed pizza in a brick oven, or you can give me fucking party time. Little Caesars, you love. Pizza no, that I'm much. talking like frozen Tonys. Oh, yeah. for a buck ninety nine pepperoni, I can kill that. I always and, get the dish and, 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 and and you know what I do? I cut it up like into triangles, just like they do. I put it on a plate, have a drink next to it, enjoy it. It's a meal. You make it real. It's a personal pan. And pizza. you got it's all a the food groups. Pizza. You got all the food groups on Cheese, pizza. Yeah. Meats. Breads, breads, <laughs> depends on what you frozen. Get it's frozen. Yeah. It's frozen. frozen. It's frozen. It's not a food group, but <laughs> it's frozen. A vitamin. It's frozen. A flavor. Frozen. It's frozen. A flavor. That's the question. I'm pointing at a chart. <laughs> oh, I gotta stop laughing. Oh man, this is oh, too fun. Man. I started looking at uh, video footage of me laughing, bro. I I look so Asian. <laughs> 
Like, no disrespect, Yoda, but I'm what? Like, when I laugh, it's I, I have the glasses, and of course, right. the, the black frame, horn frame, mm -hmm. stereotypical Asian glasses. But I laugh like this. I go, <laughs> Oh, yeah. All teeth, it's, eyes closed. Oh, it's so bad. And it's silent. Your laugh is silent. It is silent. silent but I, that means it's from the gut. It's real. It's from the gut, man. I don't understand that. Just laugh from the gut, dude. Laugh, if it's dude. funny. If you're not funny, guess what I do? <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I do. That's so uncomfortable. That's intimidating. Do you ever have someone tell you something uh, like they think it's funny and you go like this? You go, oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the worst. Yeah, you like want to give it to them. And ah, yeah. I'm too nice, too. I'm oh. Like, <laughs> oh, or you say this. That's funny. Mm -hmm. mm. Especially when they're trying to give you advice on your stand-up. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't do that. I'll kick you in your balls. Listen. Hey, can I give you a tag? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm actually now saying. How do you even I, know what a tag is? Yeah, yeah. Don't don't talk Lingo. comedy talk with me. You don't know what a tag is. You don't know what a callback is. You don't know what a setup right. is. Don't say fucking premise. Ooh. Just buy the ticket and and listen and clap and listen. Laugh, clap. Don't fucking come up to me with some of your comedy fucking knowledge. Oh, everybody wants to be a comedian around don't. a comedian. You know what I hate? People that critique comics that aren't comics. You shut the fuck up. Right. You don't step into the lines, Dan, until you fight a fucking lion. Yeah. Get on stage and learn the craft. I don't need to hear your tips, bro. 30 years, 20 years, we're, we've I been mean, in it. We, we know. Imagine coming off stage at the forum, sold out. Hey, you know what would have been better? <laughs> you know what you, you know would have been done. a lot better You know what you, you should have done? And I'm speaking on behalf of all 26,000 people that paid. 50% <laughs> on StubHub. I'm just saying. Put that in your app. Yeah. Incredible. No, it's just, it's so annoying, man. It, we live in this time now with the internet where everyone's a fucking uh, expert. Yeah. You're an expert because I, I have a camera mm -hmm. and I have a, a, a TV because I put the, the, oh the letters God, TV at the end of my this. name. I love that you're saying this. I put the word TV next to my name. So this is official. No, it's not, man. Mm -hmm. If you're going to critique stand-up comedy, then you need to get up on stage. Right. And show me who you are. Show me. Show me your skill set and your level. Because if you're gonna talk to me, you need to be on my level, All right? If you're not on my level, then you just sit behind that camera and go, "Hey, man, um, you ever go get? I don't know why I'm using this voice. <laughs> you ever buy post-its? <laughs> Grover. <laughs> just talk about the shit you know. Right? You ever grocery shop and the wheel jiggles? That's the shit you know. You critique shopping carts because you go to grocery stores and you shop. So I get it. You don't. But don't talk about being on stage and what we need to do comedically and how we need to change and the topics mm -hmm. we need to talk about. Don't tell me about what type of fucking uh, uh, jokes or topics I need. No. Also, oh, you know who's in? Uh, you know you should talk about politics. No, fuck uh, you. Uh, There's people that talk about politics. There's people that do puppets. There's guys that do magics. There's there, there's guys that, that sing. There's guys that fucking dance. There, there's all kinds of genres of comedy. Okay? Once there's not I, one specific kind of fucking genre. I bombed so bad at the Riviera in Vegas, mm -hmm. like when I was getting started. That's a this, good club, by the way. This lady was so nice. She yeah. was giving me advice out of the kindness of her heart yeah. because I bombed so horrifically. Yeah. And she was like, the guy that played guitar did really well. Do you know how to play guitar? Oh. And I'm like, no. Do you She's know like, how no. to play guitar? Like, no. no. <laughs> she she told that. me to get a puppet. Yeah. She was like, well, maybe you could get a puppet. Those and guys a guitar. Well. I was like, thanks for caring. What are you talking about? Yeah. It was a compliment. The, the thing that people though. think are compliments as well. 
Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is the one I get a lot. You've gotten this. You've gotten this. Obviously, it's really hard to make me laugh. Oh, yeah. I hate. That. I don't usually laugh at stand up, yeah. but you made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, I love that. The last one. time I heard that, I finally said, "Well, then." You need to figure your life out. Yeah, <laughs> Did you really yeah, say that? that's sad. you don't like What's to laugh. What's emotionally going you on? You bought in tickets there. to a comedy show that, and you don't usually laugh at them. Oof. No, no. You know what they say? That, no, they don't say that. I usually don't laugh at stand up. They they usually go, I don't laugh at all, which is so that's sad. Really sad. Which is really weird. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> what kind of life are you living? The only time you smile is when you take a shit. Because that's the only that's the only that's type of person I can think of that would smile. Is when you take a shit, just a miserable shit, <laughs> sitting there in that stank and just fucking evil coming out of your asshole that makes you happy. <laughs> oh, but the, the rest of the day, now you're I gotta just go miserable. To a, now I gotta go to a comedy no, show. No, no, comedy show. What I want, you got I'm sorry, I get up. I, I get. Up. I, I you love know, how triggered you got. My, that was my, awesome. my 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 uh. I, I boil. I boil. I, I, I get to that. a boiling point. You know what that Don't is? Don't fucking critique me, bro. Yep. Don't. That's the Let's angry. Share, that's we'll the share angry a stage. father. We'll share a stage, bro. I'll show you. I'll show you. You ever brought somebody on <laughs> I'll stage? I'll show you. You ever brought brought a heckler on stage? Yeah, I brought I a heckler have, on stage. Yeah. Oh, you, you, know, think you do this? Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. Oh, you know what else I've I done? have a story. You know what else I've done? What? Which I still do. Turn what? the fucking house lights on and complete <gasps> You're stoppage. Love this, oh. Complete stoppage in a three thousand seat theater. Oh, I've seen you. I've seen video. Mm-hmm. Oh, Let me tell gosh. you about the last time I brought a heckler. Turn on the lights on, everyone. Tell me who that was. You're gonna love this, Joe. <laughs> so I'm doing a bit. Yeah, that's more. Guy's fine. talking and he's like trying to be funny for the girl he's with. Yeah. I said, so you think you could do this? Yeah. He said, ah, maybe I could do it. I was like, all right, come on on stage. and do-. I'm not making this up, I swear. He killed. <laughs> he gets on stage. I go, okay, tell a joke. I'm not joking when yeah. I say this. He goes, Joseph. No. Harvell's Long Beach. Uh, Harvell's, uh, it's, it's called Harvell's. It's burlesque and stand-up every Tuesday night downstairs. Down wow. The and I said, what's your bit? And he goes, Joseph. That's funny. I go, oh, you're, mm. you're a Joe Coy fan, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I go, no, no, do one of your jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he just kept doing Joseph. He was so wasted. Oh, that's but stupid. That was his joke. That's stupid. You should let someone go up, right? And right before they talk, just heckle them. Sit in their seat. <laughs> yeah, no, just stand next to them. Just go, blah! <laughs> blah, blah! It's crazy, man. People are people. What is that though? Why am I sweating so much? I, Brian, why is it so hot in here? Why, why, why'd you guys change my room into the hot box? There's no AC in here. Oh yeah, you got it right. Yeah, we got an AC in here. Yeah, it's you got to eliminate the sound though. You don't want to buzz in the microphone. Hey man, that's what these padded walls are for. They're not for eggs. They're not for our backs. <laughs> nah, man. <laughs> these aren't backrests. No. Oh, I thought these were backrests. Steve, where are you gonna be at? Where are, you, where are you on tour right now? Uh, I'm going to be at Yuck Yucks in Calgary. I love that room. Mm-hmm. The 20th and 21st of March. And then my first time ever at the Arlington Draft House. Nice. Oh, that was uh, great. Yeah, I've never been there. Yeah. I'm excited. Nice. And that's the 27th, 28th. That's cool, man. I uh, I don't know if it's Yuck Yucks, Calgary, but I remember Yuck Yucks. That's the only time I performed with Pat- – oh, no, never mind. I, I performed with them two more times. Uh, Patrice O'Neill. But that was the last oh. time we, we co – I'm not going to say that. Well, I, I, let's just say I opened for him. Right. I went up first. Patrice went up second. 
if it was for like some uh, Toronto JFL thing or something, I don't know, like a JFL on the road. Whatever. Oh yeah, the road show. Yeah, and then uh, and we were at Yuck Yucks, dude. Man, rest in peace, yeah. Patrice. One of the greatest, one of the all-time man. greats. My first official booked improv gig was opening for Patrice. Really? Ontario Improv. He was so nice, huh? Uh, yep, he was he was the best. He's I so emceed. Nice. Ian Edwards featured, and he headlined. What that's a great crazy. Full weekend. My first time ever booking a weekend. That's crazy. Was for Patrice. It was pretty cool. So me and Jason go way back, Steve, to uh, we have a mutual friend by the name of Carlos Peral. Yeah. A buddy of mine Pearl. that I grew up with. That's yeah. how oh, I grew up from Long Beach. Yeah. And he was head of marketing for Dada Footwear, which was black owned. I know what Dada and is. And they were, you know, it was like the first time they were uh like like the this this type of streetwear was coming yeah. out. So Mecca, Dada, God, I can't even think of all the names. Uh cross colors. I, I'm just making Remember them up. Miyoshi was one. Yeah, that's more Japanese, but like you know but what I mean. It was one of it was one of those. Yeah, 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 time, yeah, yeah. But it was during that time. It was like yeah. that that move, like post, tribal post troop. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, yeah. Jackets. It was actually yeah. It was like uh, yeah, right after troop. Yeah. But this is like when it was becoming mainstream. Yep. Yeah. So they were getting like art. But anyways, I met uh, Carlos and he started sponsoring my comedy shows. And we're talking like twenty years. This is like twenty three years ago. Yeah. Twenty. Like ninety eight, mm-hmm. that's right. Incredible. So that's like twenty three years ago, right? Long Am I right? Ago, yeah. Long. How did you negotiate that, um, dude? If I told you my hustle, you'd love me. Yeah. But I there was this. Uh, man, it's a long story. I'll do it real quick. But the owner, I was a big fan of Biggie Smalls, right? Ooh. And Biggie had the God hat rest on. his soul. He yeah, just, he had a hat on. He had that hat on the Dada hat. But right. you know, this is back in the time where there was no internet. Yeah. Whatever you saw on TV, you hope to God that you'd see it if you ever went to New York. Yes. You had to find a boutique that sold it. Yes. You know what I mean? Boutiques were very rare, uh, especially hip-hop yep. boutiques. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, And then Melrose only had a few boutiques that were selling stuff like that. So I was in Vegas where there were no boutiques. I'm talking early Vegas, before the Mirage. Okay. Um, no, the Mirage actually came already. Uh, when did the Mirage come? So it was like the Mirage was like a few years old at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, so anyways... Uh, we had this big convention called the Magic Convention, which is the yep. men's apparel convention. Yep. It came once a year, and it was packed, star-studded and everything. My friend was a b-boy. He was a dancer. He was like, he was opening my shows and stuff. He was a b-boy. Cool. Ariston Rapoila and uh, b-boy Crumbs. Don, uh, Donnie Counts. There, I'm, I'm shouting him out. Style elements for life. Anyways, uh, they were being hired by Tribal Gear, which was like a street brand, and they were going to dance at their booth. So people okay. would come to the booth. They dance, and then people were like, oh, that's yeah. cool. And they come in, and they... Then they sell their, their yeah. you know what I mean? Sell it to buyers. So anyways, what the, the hustle was is I went to the lobby with them and then they would go in and then they would take two badges and come back out and hand one badge to me and then we both walk in. So that's, oh, cool. that was the hustle because right. it was expensive for those badges, yeah. man. Hard to get. Hard to get, yeah. bro. Because everyone was in there. Everyone. All the stars were in there, yeah. especially the men's apparel thing. Uh, so anyways, that's how I got in. And I remember meeting uh, the owner of Dada Footwear. Lance. Nope. Oh, his wife. Damien. Oh, Damien. From New York office. He was the clothing line. He was the clothing line. Yeah. And I met him at this hotel that I was working at, at the front desk, and I checked him in. Oh, cool. And I go, dude, I love that hat, that blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yeah, that's the hat that put us on the on the, uh, on the the map. And right. uh, he goes, I designed it. Me and my boy worked for Pan Am. He tells you this whole story, how they went to Magic Convention and made like a thousand hats and put their their name and number on this hat that you know that that's you saw incredible. bigger. Handed it out to people. They came back to New York. 
thousands of orders. Wow. And they just became instant millionaires after that, right? That's incredible. That was their hustle. And I was just like, yo, I do comedy and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, I'm going to have my assistant come down and bring, me, bring you some hats and some shirts. And he actually brought me hats and shirts. What a cool dude. Yeah, cool guy, right? Damien Dad, I love you, man. And yep. then, uh, you know, black guy, little half-white Asian guy, 90s. You know what I mean? It was right. so dope. And... Uh, and uh, and then uh, so anyways, I always remember what he looked like, and and I always like yo, if I ever get a chance to hand him my videotape, I will. So I told my boys who were dancing at the convention, I could just get me in, and I'm gonna stand by that booth. And I literally stood at that booth for hours until Damien got there, and then he finally walked up, and I go, that's him, that's the guy who saw at the front desk. And I walked up to him, I handed the tape. And I go, yo, you told me at at uh, at, um, at at that uh, Alexis Park where I checked in. He goes, oh yeah, I remembered you. And I go, yeah, man. Uh, and remember, I told you I do comedy shows, and I love for you to like blah blah blah. And he goes, yeah, man. Uh, uh. Oh, he promised that he would send me a box of, uh, of merch. That's so what he said, cool. not to sponsor. Right. He goes, I'll send you a box of merch, and just call this number. And then it was Carlos Perot's number. Yep. And I kept calling Carlos's number, and he wouldn't answer. So I went to uh, Damien in the booth, and I go, yeah, he never gave me that stuff, man. He goes, oh, what? Carlos! And then Carlos popped up. This is how I met Carlos. No. And Carlos popped up, and he goes, get over here, man. I told this dude about you, and uh, and he, uh, I told him that you would send him a bunch of stuff. And he, never, he goes, oh, my bad. I've been really busy, which he was. You know that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I walked out of that convention with probably about $2,000 worth of stuff. Man, that's They gave awesome. me everything. And then that's when Carlos goes, hey, uh, I actually work for the footwear department. He goes, uh, and there's another owner by the name of Lance. Right. I like you Lance to meet him because he loves comedy. And then that's and then I and I lied and said I had a comedy show <laughs> with a big theater. I go, I have a big theater here and blah blah blah. I didn't even have a big theater. I didn't have shit. <laughs> and then uh, my friend made this fake resume with this pricing sheet and all that stuff. How much it was going to cost? I remember we asked for like twenty seven hundred dollars, and I was like, wow. I think that's too much, Riston. Bring oh, it down man. a couple hundred bucks, man. <laughs> and I was going to get flights and everything and and book the theater and all that, right? And uh, he goes, all right, come meet me next week uh, in L.A. So I drove to L.A. with my broke-ass Honda Prelude, right, with a missing taillight. You remember, remember that? that? I remember that and I, I, Downtown L.A., man, 2nd mm-hmm. Avenue. You remember that? Yep. In, in the garment district. And I just sat there with this resume that I made at Kinko's, man. It had, like, the happy clown face, uh, the, the theatrical logo on it. it was oh, so, yeah, like the it was so drama bootleg. and the yeah, comedy. Yeah. So bootleg. And then I... Uh, and then uh, I had the meeting with Lance. Lance walked in like a Greek god. You remember how tall he was? And he just... yeah. See, I've known Lance since childhood. Yeah, I, I've known. I knew. I knew Lance before I even knew Carlos. Really? Yeah. We Lance and his brother Tracy and I. We lived in the same apartment complex as kids in the early early eighties. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So Lance was the owner of the footwear department, right? And he came in, big, good-looking black guy, big afro, light blue sunglasses, mm-hmm. just looked like wealth. He looks famous. He, bro, yeah. he looks, he looks famous. famous. Yeah. He's yeah. that guy. He was yeah. that dude. Yeah. And he walked in and he said, hey man, saw your stuff, man. Let me see that. And I gave him, he looked through it. Two cents. I, I was so concerned about the price. He looked at it and went, all right, let's do it. Wow. And that was it, man. They, were, they sponsored like Incredible. I don't know, 10 shows, Dada Footwear. They DVD had, I had tapings and stuff too? Or what? No, no, no. They sent me, when I did the Apollo, when I when I did uh, Showtime at the Apollo, uh, I'm wearing a Dada Footwear hat. Amazing. So cool. And the reason why is because they they paid for my flight to go do Showtime at the Apollo. That's incredible. Yeah, man. It was so cool, man. They were so nice to me, man. So I got history with those cats, yeah. man. And, and that's an inspiring and how I met you. story. Huh? And that's how I met you because Carlos, through Carlos, you, I was always into stand-up. Yeah. I was like- a huge fan of comedy, yeah. and he's like, "You got to meet this guy. You got to meet this guy." And it was but but years. But, but when I met Jason it was years ago. This is before I even had a son. 
Yeah, it before, right. Yeah, it's before I had a son, and I wasn't doing stand up. Yeah, and then I we were just hanging out and just like we uh, like every time we see each other, we crack each other up. And then I finally made the move to L.A. Yep. And then I got into the Laugh Factory, and then I got into the Laugh Factory about 2003 or so, right? And I would then, literally come to every and Jason show. Jason would call me all the time. Hey, can I come? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, man, drive around, and then uh, and that's how I met Chris. Yep. And then uh, and drive drive you guys around. We would hang out. Eat and then you met all Chris after sudden, I started. Oh no no that's right that's right. I'm sorry you would You're, hang out with me. Hold on hold on I want to tell the story because you would hang out with me and he would come to the laugh factory with me and I would just go yeah. up and uh, all this stuff and then and then like maybe the tenth time you were like bro I gotta tell you something I go what he goes I always wanted to be a stand up comic and let me let me tell this part. Wow. Joe is a you, you know this he's a huge part of my origin story of becoming a stand up yeah. because meeting him going to all this stuff. By the way I got I was. I was fooled into thinking what comedy really was. I had no idea about the open mic scene, nothing, because yeah. I was going to the Laugh Factory every night to see him. Yeah, I remember your name was on the marquee the lineup, all the time. Every day, yeah. all oh, the, the lineup time, was yeah. the lineup was Joe Coy, Dane Cook, Daniel Tosh, and yeah. that's what I thought comedy was. Yeah. So I'm. You met my dad before he had passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He met my dad before he passed away. I, you were doing the Irvine Improv. Yeah. I, you said I said I want to go. You know, you said I'll pick you up. Yeah, I yeah. I said I'm at my dad's because my dad was sick. I was spending time at my at my dad's house a lot. Mm-hmm. He comes, picks me up. My dad always wanted to meet entertainers because my father was an entertainer. Yeah, he had a hit yeah. music, and, right? Yeah. Oh, the theme song to my podcast is my dad's hit. Oh, oh. Anyway, yeah, it's great. So you came in and met my dad, and I was always telling you, I want to do it, I want to do it, I want to do it. We get in the car. Yeah. When you were talking to my dad, I was in the other room getting ready, and then we were ready, and we got in the car. Yeah. You said to me, "Do you really want to do stand up?" I said, "Yeah, I always tell you that." And we always joked around. And it was like, all right. Look. This one time, you said, "Jason, seriously." Like it got real. Yeah. Like, do you really, really want to do this? Yeah. He says, yeah. He goes, you said this. You said, well, stop being a pussy and do it. Yeah. Or your father may never be able to see it happen. Yeah. Wow. And I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. The next day, I went to the Ha Ha Cafe and lied to them and told them that I was a comedian. Really? Yeah. That's. I don't know if I oh, told you. Oh, that's so you, dope, dude. You told me. I remember saying to, that. You said, go to the open mic at the Ha Ha. That's yeah. what you had told me. And in my head, I'm already thinking about mortality in my life and huh. I don't have time because I'm yeah. watching my dad pass. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I don't want to do an open mic. I want to do it real, real right away. Yeah. So I went to the haha, dropped your name, dropped John Lovett's name uh-huh. and Fraser Smith's name because I was with the three of you the night before in, it was either Brea or the old Irvine Improv. I went to go watch your guys. It's yeah. when the three of you were doing the show. It's a great show. And I told Jack, the owner of the haha, that I'd been doing stand-up for five years. What? Never did it before. That's cool. And I said, Joe Coy told me to come here that you would put me on stage. Oh, what? That's so cool. I didn't know that part. Did he do it? Then he said, Joe said that? I said, yeah. He goes, come tomorrow. You're on the show. That's so cool. I got there the next day. First of all, I left that and I called my brother. I'm like, uh, we need to write comedy. <laughs> scramble, because, scramble, scramble. I've never done this before. The next day I go, I do the show. They put me third, which we know is the sweet spot. Yeah. They gave me the third spot, 15 minutes. First time ever? What? First time ever. It's awesome. I do it. Do the fi- he's telling me I'm gonna light you at this. I don't even know what that means, <laughs> right? Light because I didn't really know that. I just watched Joe. Yeah, I remember sitting at the improv before I was a comic, and I was sitting against the back wall. I was watching you, and the red light would turn on, and it would annoy me. And yeah. I thought it was a light for like the wait staff or something to yeah. like, remind them of something. I didn't yeah. know what that was. Mm-hmm. So when the guy told me I'm gonna light you at this, I, I was I just said okay because I didn't want him to know that I didn't know what I was doing. All right. Mm-hmm. So I said all right. So I'm on stage. I'm doing my thing. It's going very well. He starts waving his phone at me. My first thought was like, "Do I have, do I have a phone call?" <laughs> you know, why is he? Yeah. But then I went, "Oh shit, that's the light." Mm-hmm. Wrapped it up, got off stage. 
a comedian goes, how long have you been doing stand-up? And I go, well, what time is it? That's funny. I go about fifteen minutes now. What wow. well, I want, you don't get it. Jack comes up to me, goes, "Come back tomorrow. You're on the show." And I've been doing it ever since. That's, oh my gosh, that's awesome! And your dad got to see you. He got to see me once. I my third time going up. I videotaped it because he couldn't really leave the house. Brought it home, showed it to him. He was an entertainer, so he like watched it from that point of view instead of like a fan. So he watched it. He kind of smiled once, but didn't really laugh. Yeah. And at the end, it was quiet. He gave me one note. He said, that bit about the blah, 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 don't do that. Your mom won't like that joke. Yeah. Then he paused again and he said, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, wow. That's he goes, nice. that doesn't look like somebody that's only done it three times. You look seasoned. Yeah. He goes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Don't stop doing this. Yeah. A month later, he passed away. Wow. That's awesome. And, but I found out something years later. I went to my mom's house like years later and I'm like. He didn't mean to say seasoned. Why? <laughs> the note said, tell Jason. I was misspoke. No. There was a <laughs> bottle of Dom. My parents don't drink alcohol. Yeah. There was a bottle of a very expensive. And I go, Mom, what's this? And she goes, oh, your dad wanted us to open that when you got your first paid gig. Oh, that's so sweet. Right? Still haven't opened it. Oh, what? I just haven't felt like it's the right thing yet. You should have cracked oh. that when you did the Tonight, Tonight Show. That, I know. And it just, I don't know. Something in my side was like, this isn't it yet. You oh, know? Man. That's beautiful. Good. So I'm, Keep I'm that, waiting. Baby. I'm waiting. So, that's yeah. a beautiful story. Yeah. You remember you called me after I did the Tonight Show? Yeah. You, you were crying. Yeah. You know, I was. Because you've known me before I didn't do this. Yeah, man. That was a beautiful set, too. It was fun. That was great. Good story. Steve? That's Topic. just incredible. There's no way. Well, it's just fascinating, right? Like how you're influencing each other's lives you don't even realize. Yeah. Like the impact we all have on each other is just incredible. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You, If you stay on that path, man, uh, you literally start riding in the same path with other people. That's why when I say, man... Uh, uh, this is so stupid. It's because we say it all the time, but it's like you are who you surround yourself with. Yep. Yeah. You really do embody that energy. You, I you, believe you it. yeah. And, it, and you don't have to be with them every single day. As long as you're just like, I want to be a comic like like you, yeah. and, and then then you start doing comedy things. Right. And you start meeting other comics, and you yeah. start finding people that are doing the same thing. Yeah. If you were gonna stay a kung fu master, you were always gonna be with right. other kung fu right. masters yeah. dealing yeah. with other kung fu people, and, exactly. and that's the yeah. that's the life you embody. But you you switched gears and got on a different road and that and that journey you, you you we travel together man and our paths always cross yeah always dude we we always go this way but we always come back together oh, yeah. and it's cool I love so that cool. I won't have I won't have spoken to you for I don't know how long mm. and you'll Facetime me and it was like no time went by exactly <laughs> man That's awesome. it's a beautiful thing That's yeah. what I love about stand up This is the Koi Pond with Steve Simone and Jason Collins We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back with the cool. Yeah, it's crazy because we were talking about uh, you know our journeys and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And 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 Jason and uh, Jason knows like all those cats uh, that I that I came up with. You know, Lance. Yep. Uh, uh, Carlos. Carlos. Um, who else is another cat that we came up with? In, doing stand up, uh, other comics. I can re I remember all the guys that were on the shows with you because I was. I just remember when you. Uh, when he introduced me to Chris, Chris D'Elia. D'Elia, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then I the, brought him to your show at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, and then I saw him at the Ha Ha. Yeah. And then I walked up to him and went, want to open for me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then I took him on the road for about a year. Amazing. Yeah. It was crazy. I man. was very jealous. Those were, I know you were. I know you were. <laughs> 
They did it on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember the show that Chris and I went and saw you at? It was you did this thing that me and him were almost falling out of the the balcony. Yeah. It was the night where you grabbed that girl's purse uh-huh, and went through that shit and had a bit for every everything that thing I pulled that out. You pulled out of the purse. I need I to mean, find we that. I'm glad you said that. I'm going to go online and find it's, it because it was fucking magical. It was so good. I'm going to tell perfect. you a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret that I did that night. Mm-hmm. She, I was, saw, she was a plant. <laughs> no, she wasn't. Yeah, I, I can't explain my my ad libbing skills. Like I, I right. cannot. Like sometimes I get off stage and go, I don't know. How the fuck that just happened? Right. It just yeah. happened. And that's the cool thing about being comedians because yeah. that's why it's a God gift. You yeah. know what I mean? When it we can do stuff like that. But man, I will tell you about that purse thing. And I, to this day, I still remember it. When I opened her purse and saw her flip-flops in yes, there. Yes, the flip-flops. She had a set of flip-flops in there. <laughs> yep. But you know what I saw when I pulled it out? Huh. The keychain with the small flip <laughs> That's right. But here's the right. thing. But here's the thing. Yeah. Immediately, I said, I'm closing with that. Yep. You sifted around it. I, I, I immediately, the minute I saw it, I go, there. that's my closer. Like, it nice. was that fast. Wow. It was that fast. I already knew that that was going to be the one that's going to fucking, they're going to jump out their seats when I pull that out. But insane. I saw that. The minute I pulled the two flip-flops out, her keys, and I saw the miniature flip-flop, I go, there it is. There's the, wow. I go, there it is. And then I and then I did three other things before and uh. then fucking dropped that that keychain. <laughs> it was lights the fuck Standing out. Standing ovation. Yeah, that's it was, that was, that was fun, man. There's sometimes, yo, sometimes, sometimes I do stuff and I'm like, what the fuck? How did I do that, man? How did that just happen? I did this thing. I I posted it on Instagram the other day about this black guy eating a small popcorn. It was just a small, like, like if you were there, it would have been a different, if you were there, like I just posted it on Instagram, but like if you were there, this man was, he was a big black guy. Like, but you can't see it on camera, but like everyone knew who I was talking right. about. Cause he's big. And when I mean big, I'm talking muscular. Giant. Good looking. Yeah. You know, eating pop small fucking popcorn. <laughs> small. And I looked at that thing and I'm like, I'm gonna throw that shit. I'm gonna fucking grab it and throw it. And I fucking grabbed it and threw it, right? And of course they laughed. They yeah. fucking went crazy. They couldn't believe I fucking threw this dude's popcorn, <laughs> he's right? Checked. So I was like, so now, you know, when you got that big, huge applause break, you're like, yeah. oh, the fu- I got to do a routine because this is the beginning of the show. Oof. I got this is fucking monster right now. The, the whole room is screaming. Right. Yeah. Like, how the fuck am I going to follow this with follow a routine? Yourself. Right. This motherfucker had two small popcorns. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> he pulled another one out. <laughs> and when I, when I saw him pull that small popcorn oh, out, I'm like. Yo, I'm about to say goodnight because this is going to be huge. <laughs> and I threw that fucker's popcorn while the fuckers were standing. It looked like the, the fucking death, the early death jam day where people were standing and screaming. Where Dude, was this? I can't even remember what city that was. Oh, that's hilarious. He had backup. Dude, he bought that's two because they were small popcorns. They only sold small popcorns. <laughs> so he bought two. And I that's threw beautiful. his first one and he had a second one. Dude, I love it, man. That's a gift. That's my favorite part, man. You, you're you a storyteller too, Steve. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love the storytelling and that that's what I love. Who are your, who are your inspirations growing up? Oh, so many comics. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you. 
Seriously, he, though, he didn't right? say names yet. Oh, he didn't so, say names. No, no, he didn't. Oh, I thought so he said many. Me. I thought he said, said Joe. Man, there's uh, so many. I thought like, he said Joe Coy. That's crazy. But uh, go ahead. Who are some of your inspirations? Uh, I mean, nice I re- you. he didn't Thank say you so anything much. yet. He didn't say anything. No, not He's yet. Let him, let him start. He's thinking it. He's thinking it. I mean, I remember watching Delirious, Eddie Murphy Delirious. Bro, and like, that's you. the funniest thing I've ever seen. Funniest? Bro. I mean... Episode after episode after episode, if you were like uh, an exec at a TV network, you're just like, yeah. goldmine. Yeah. Like, it was the greatest thing ahead of its time. The, the dude was only like 22, That's I think, which was even crazier. Yeah. He was like, just 22? Like, he yeah. just turned or some shit? Flying private? Like, the guy was a rock star. The guy was Elvis Presley, man. He was yep. so huge and it was just like that was my favorite yeah i watched a thousand anyways keep going i don't mean to step on no i would honestly that delirious was the one when i was a little kid i'm like that's Mm -hmm. incredible yeah it was incredible uh and then like i mean there was just so like i was into comedy that i shouldn't have been into as a kid like i remember watching richard Pryor, yeah and i wasn't really even aware of what he was saying or why it was funny i just knew it was funny yeah his cadence was funny yeah his facial expressions were funny yeah so uh I remember like feeling like uh, I was cool because I got a dice tape because he was saying bad words on it. I thought that was hysterical. But then like even like I'd watch Brian Regan on A yeah. and E at the Improv. I'd watch Stephen Wright. Yeah. But it was Eddie Murphy. It was it was Kinnison. It was Dice. It was Cosby. Yeah. Bill Cosby himself was an incredible special. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows that. Dude, it was so good. Watched I, it about a million times. Yeah. yeah. I I was so in love with the storytellers. And don't get me wrong, yeah. I love. Every genre of me too. comedy. If you're funny, I can watch you, man. Me too. I don't give a fuck if you got your hand up a puppet. Yep. I don't care if you're playing a guitar. Yep, I don't give I a fuck agree. if you're juggling or riding a unicycle. Bro, if you're funny, you're funny. I, I love all genres. Me I hate too. anyone that says, oh, that's only funny because he's running a tricycle. Oh, he's, he's doing yeah. that guitar thing. Uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I don't like that, you know, when he opens because he's doing a guitar thing. Like, who, who's going to follow guitar? Uh, a funny guy. Yep. Yeah. You exactly. should be able to follow anybody. Any, anybody. You can yep. follow a fucking dancing elephant. Yep. If you're a fucking headliner, just follow whatever, whatever it is in front of If you get a guy that gets a standing O fucking juggling, then go up and tell your jokes. It should be funny enough to follow a guy juggling. Don't use the excuse of this guy's a juggler and that's, you know, I <laughs> can't follow that. That's sticky. No. You should be able to follow your headliner. Anyways, that's a side thing. Um, Triggered? Yeah. Another trigger. <laughs> um, but... I loved the storytellers. So my favorite storytellers were Tim Allen. Oh, great. And I loved, of course, Cosby. And I loved, uh, you know, uh, old Cosby, not the new one. (laughs) The new Cosby. (laughs) I didn't like those stories. Uh, (laughs) But the old one, really good. Yeah. Uh, And then, uh, of course, Eddie was my king. Yeah. Uh, King, king, king. Like the best storyteller. Uh, But then there was these other guys that I loved. Like, uh, I loved Dennis Wolfberg. Yep, Dude. the guy with the eyes. Yeah, bro, with the red hair, yep. and the mustache. I could watch he him. Would talk. Yeah, yes. the yep. kids, the fucking kids. That is, he was a teacher, and I was just like, oh, and I related to him on so many levels because I was a kid, and I was yep. like, yes, yep. this guy's a genius. I could watch him. Dude, I remember recording him on a on a videotape and just watching it nonstop. Like, yo, this my guy's first a beast. show I ever got to see live ever, Dennis. Wolfberg featured for Dom Irera at the Funny Bone. Where'd you you see this? Philadelphia. At what club? At the Funny Bone on South Street. Uh, That's not even there. It's not even there anymore. It became the Laugh House after that. But um, my dad called... 
because I used to live for comedy. Yeah. I mean, I still live for comedy, but like when HBO would have the young comedian specials and that stuff, like that was it. That comic was comic relief, the great greatest. It was the best oh, ever. The best. Like I can't believe I get to do this. The I'm so era. humbled. But I remember seeing. I couldn't believe it was Dennis Wolberg, and then it was Dom that headlined. Isn't it was awesome. I love, dude, it's so cool to, to even reminisce on that stuff because, you know, and I love where comedy is now. There's a lot of comedians now, and I love it. I love that there's youth going out to these Me shows too. now because when I was doing it, man, it was an old man shit. It was like, I'm too old for the movie theaters, so I got to go hmm. see live entertainment. Like, that. that's what an, a guy in his 40s did. Yeah. He went to go see stand-up. That's right. what my dad did, but... I was that kid with my dad. We went to see Carlin at Bally's, uh, and and my dad. It cost my dad. We, we had to buy the tickets, which were like thirty bucks a pop. Which my dad lost his fucking lid. He was like, "It's too much. Yeah. It's too much." Blockbuster has it for four ninety five. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving my dad that accent. It doesn't sound like that. Uh, but he goes, uh, "It's too much." And then my dad had to go to the ATM, or if. He even had ATMs back then because I think this is like 1990. No, God, when is this? This is older than that. This is like 1991. Wow. Yeah. 1990? Yeah, it's probably 90, 91. Gonna go to the ATM and get like $100 in 20s. He goes, I'm gonna get us to the front because they put us in the back of the fucking house. Wow. So he had to tip this usher and he's like, oh yeah, we got, you know, we got these seats right over here up against this fucking uh, heating vent that'll be on the whole night on 100 degrees. My, son, my dad's like, okay, man, give him 20. Give him two bedroom. My son. That's awesome. My son. All right, yeah, 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 20. Okay, cool. Here's a right here next to the urinal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you'll be able to see uh, Carla, but you're also going to hear a lot of people pissing right next to your ear. <laughs> my dad was like, come on, man, you can do better than here's a 20 door bill. This is just a little closer to my son. You know, mm -hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen my son in six years. <laughs> oh, it's got oh, real. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, take it out. Took us down right in the middle of the section. Wow. Let's share this booth with this couple. The one guy probably uh, is going to cough a lot because <laughs> he's old and frail. <laughs> so if you want to share this booth, my dad's like, come on, man. Stop it. You're making me look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> come on. Just, this is the last 20. <laughs> <laughs> and he got us down. He got us down around like row three. Wow. When I saw mm -hmm. Carlin, I could see everything. I remember saying to myself, God, he's skinny. Like, yeah. so skinny. I was like, I, I remember telling my dad that. I was like, Dad, he's skinny. The like, that's how close yeah. I was. The Carlin HBO specials were an event in it, my house. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Oh, that God, was the event so in my house good. growing up. Yeah. Yep. Fucking good, man. One he of my was one of my biggest. It was incredible. Carlin, Eddie Murphy, for sure, for the storytelling. And then Joe one of the Coy. things I love, Joe Coy, for. All the other stuff. One of the things that I love the most ab about <laughs> Richard Pryor was his ability to make inanimate object come alive. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like he would personify the car. Can you just say that hard word one more time? Inanimate <laughs> objects come alive. In Why don't you use it? Inanimate objects. There you go. Yeah. Like the car. Yeah. Whining because it got shot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the dogs are talking too. Yeah. About the monkey coming home. Did you ever meet uh, Mr. Banks? That guy. Remember when he did that when he went to Africa? Yeah, yeah. That was my favorite. It was, so good. it was so good. I remember as a kid going, God, this guy's a genius. I couldn't stop watching. What about when he brought the monkey home? Oh, the fucking the monkey fucking his ear. Oh. What's that? Hey, Rich. <laughs> oh, that's when he goes, hey, Rich. What's that? And then the other dog goes, 
I don't know what it is, but I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that was so funny. <laughs> Richard was a genius, man. They're going to show a live in concert on the big screen. Are they? Yeah, this month. I'm going to go. Where at? At the New Beverly. Oh, that's nice. Yep, I'm going. That's awesome. That's dope. Man. That's going to sell out quick. Yeah, I'm going to get tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. Starbands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.